When I was a little girl, and this is going to date me as a boomer, so now you can all say, okay, boomer. There was a variety show on television called the Tennessee Ernie Ford Show. I can just see on some of your faces that are those of you who are also boomers. <laughs> he was a homespun comic and a wonderful singer from, of course, Tennessee. The, host, the show hosted several guest stars and they would put on funny skits and sing popular songs of the day and he would sometimes exaggerate his Tennessee accent and often played a hillbilly. And then at some point uh, later in the show, he came on stage all alone and in a dark suit and very seriously in a, an accent free said, now is the time for our gospel song. He sang classics like The Old Rugged Cross or How Great they are, Thou Art. Wonderful songs. But my impression as a little girl was that the religious song, when it started, all the fun stopped. The religious song seemed to demand a serious, very stoic demeanor. Last night, especially in New Orleans, I'm sure they celebrated with great abandon. Actually, I've been there. They do that all year round. But they had wonderful music and parades and probably far too much eating and drinking. I think it is a little bit of sad said that the best we can do is eat pancakes on Shrove Tuesday. Maybe we need to take a lesson for Mardi, from Mardi Gras. You know, it just strikes me as odd that we've created this tradition of living it up and going wild and having your last G&T and maybe lobster mac and cheese. Have as much fun as you can because tomorrow the dreariness of self-deprivation of Lent begins. I would like to suggest that we put on a demeanor of joy, that our approach to Lent is to see it as a scrutiny of love. I suppose there is some merit in simply giving up something for Lent, trimming the fat, sweets, alcohol, too much television. I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, what is it doing for my soul? Is there any spiritual efficacy of just giving up something we like? There certainly may be some value particularly if it addresses a habit that we should maybe think about all year long. But we don't want to treat this as a New Year's resolution. Our disciplines are not solely to be approached as a project for self-improvement. If we do that, then we can also just become self-congratulatory and self-satisfied, as Jesus would say, oh, you got your reward. You can pat yourself on the back. But 
I have to say these outward, tangible disciplines can actually act as gateways to feed and nurture our deepening relationship and union with God. Lent is not only about saying no to certain habits, but saying yes to the joyful discovery that God is already within, and we want to seek more and more of God and for this to be realized. We want to say yes to you know, the long list of things that Isaiah listed to find things that also promote justice in our society. Paul addresses this today. He talks about the free gift of salvation that prompts us to turn away, away from darkness, sin, and the negative. That's really a good thing. We don't just turn away. We turn toward a new life, a life that makes the world notice that having God as the center of our lives can actually make a difference. Perhaps one good reflection question for Lent is, what actions, what yeses reveal my faith? One year I approached Lent very differently. Instead of deciding what one thing to give up, one year it was watching too much Star Trek which I counted up in its various incarnations, was on 27 times in a week. So I gave up quite a bit that year. But a few years ago, I decided to judge all of my activities, my purchases, my spare time, my reading, my entertainment, with one overarching question that became my discipline. Is this good for my soul? It really helped me to see my life as one consonant, whole piece of cloth. I would ask myself that question throughout the day during my activities. It covered both my no's and my yeses. It covered my self-examination of habits, as well as being intentional about my yearning to be more and more connected with God through my chosen religious practice. Richard Rohr wrote that only great religion is prepared to realign, reheal, reconnect, and reposition you inside the family of all things. Those are great descriptives for what can happen in Lent. Realign, reheal, reconnect, and reposition yourself inside the family of all things. The question, is it good for my soul, challenged me to confront the subtle world of distractions and the bombardment of useless information and activities that surround all of us. And lest I pat myself on the back, I try to remember that my spiritual practice simply disposes me to allow God to do something within me. We are like gardeners. A gardener does not actually make plants grow. 
but tills the soil, plants the seeds, waters, and pulls the weeds. But the success of growth is out completely of the gardener's control. It's an interesting time of year. January 1st was not that long ago when we did make New Year's resolutions that we may or may not have kept. Then Lent comes along and we make Lenten promises. And then on Easter we are given permission to drop all of those disciplines. And for the remainder of the year we really don't have a season that invites us to such positive self-examination and reflection. So I think for the Christian, every day is January 1st. Every day is Lent. Every day gives us the opportunity to grow in love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Every day presents an opportunity to get rid of anything that stands in the way of fully knowing God. Every day is an invitation to respond to the call of God, one that shows the world, not only am I redeemed, but I'm going to live as if I really know it. Again, using that list from Isaiah. Finally, to paraphrase St. Augustine, why do we rush about looking for God who is here at home with us? God, you are closer to me than I am to myself. O oh, beauty ever ancient, ever new, you were within and I was outside myself. The parties are over, but now the joy begins. So as you find that secret place of silence, you will find your treasure in Christ and your home in God. Amen.